It was March 17th, 2021. And it was a Wednesday, so the middle of the week. I woke up and did the things I do every morning. I brushed my teeth, showered, ate breakfast, and joined my online class. It was a sunny day too, and I felt very happy. So as I waited to join my class, I was scrolling through Twitter where I heard the news. Eight innocent women in America were killed by a white man, and six of the victims were Asian. It's as if as soon as I read the heading, time stopped, the sky turned black, and suddenly an unknown fear paralyzed my body. Not only as a South Asian teenager, but as a Muslim Canadian. And for the first time, I felt like I was fearing for my life because I feared things would get worse. And you know what? I've been asking myself a question for a while now, and it's a question I can't seem to wrap my head around. And that is, why is it that when a Hispanic man commits a heinous crime, society says that that was expected because they are drug dealers, criminals, and rapists. So let's build a wall. When a Muslim commits a heinous crime, society says that that was expected because they are terrorists. And so let's ban Muslims. When a black man commits a heinous crime, society says that that was expected too because they are thugs. And so let's send them to prison. But when a white man commits the same heinous crime, society acts surprised and says, how did we fail such poor troubled young men? What did we do wrong? And to me, that is enraging because that is racism. So on March 16th, when a white man brutally killed eight innocent women, Women who were not only Asian, but also from other ethnicities, and women who were moms, sisters, friends, and wives. It's not because we failed that poor young man, but it's our inaction that we as a society failed the family and friends of those eight women who are not able to say goodbye to their loved ones. We as a society feel the children of those eight women who will never be able to hug their mother. And when we tell those children why their mom was killed, what will we say? What as a society will we say? Your mom was killed by a troubled man who was just having a bad day and needed to vent. Or do we, for once, stand up and acknowledge the reality as it is and say that your mom was killed solely because of the color of her skin? The mother who raised you, who helped you with your homework when you were struggling with school, who taught you to stay strong when things got hard, and who spoiled you and who was the light in your life, was killed simply because she was an Asian. So my friends, society didn't fail the killer. We failed the victims and we failed their family and friends.
And what strikes me, what surprises me is that, frankly, we knew that all these things were going to happen. The question wasn't whether such heinous crimes would be committed. The question was when. We knew that whether that be today, a month, or a year from now, we knew that Asian Americans were going to be targeted simply because of their ethnicity. Since March 2020, the number of hate crimes against the Asian population, specifically in the United States, increased by 2,000%. These numbers aren't being made up. It's a reality. Asians are being harassed and abused just because they are Asian, just because of the way they look. And with such an increase in hate crimes, what did our leaders do? Nothing. They ignored the issue, implying that it was a fake stat and unknowingly added fuel to an already raging fire. And the result? Eight innocent lives lost meaninglessly. So what do I, a teenager who's not as knowledgeable as our leaders, have to say about these issues? Well, this is what I think. Ignoring the problem does not erase the reality. We knew that hate crimes against the Asian Americans increased by 2,000%. So why wasn't anything done? Why wasn't enough support given to members of the Asian communities while they faced this hardship? And why did eight women need to lose their lives in order for society to wake up? And in order for our leaders to take this issue seriously, why is it that minorities have to always lose their lives in order for people to acknowledge the problem that we all know exists? But this isn't only about Asians, it's about everyone. We had to lose George Floyd and Breonna Taylor in order to finally accept Black Lives Matter, and now we had to lose these eight women in order to accept the fact that there are prejudice against Asians. So the real question is, who will we need to lose next? How many of us will need to lose our lives in order for you, the leaders, to understand that there is a problem that needs to be fixed? Why can't we unite together regardless of our ethnicity? What is so hard about that? Through all this hardship, it is up to us, you and me, to spread awareness, to shed a light and take a stand against hate crimes. You don't have to be an Asian to fight for racial justice. You don't have to be a black to understand that racism is still rotting our countries and our lives. You don't have to be someone who has personally experienced these things. But you have to be someone who is willing to acknowledge that these injustices exist and that the solution to this problem starts with our unity and willingness to treat each other equally. It starts with world leaders understanding that their voice, 
Their words and even their silence has an implication and effect on the actions of others. The solution to this problem starts with us. And if we don't step up, if we don't bring change, if we don't strive for change, then someone else will be killed and another loved one will be lost. And when that happens, it will be our fault. It will be my fault and it will be your fault. It's because of our inaction that these issues are present today. But our communities have endured too much pain and loss. So to those who are listening right now, whether you are white, Asian, Hispanic, Muslim, Jewish, black, whatever you are, put your fist in the air and stand proud of your differences because we will bring change and that I can guarantee.